Good afternoon. It is week 12 of the Started from the Bottom podcast with your host, Caleb Nixon and Joey Pulizzi. For this week, we are featuring our first wide receiver in the NFL and truly highlighting a dream come true. Sit back and relax as you learn about Minnesota Viking Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen was born on August 22nd, 1990. He was born in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota to Pete and Jane Thielen. Being born in Minnesota, he cheered for his home state squad, the Minnesota Vikings. He idolized star wide receivers Randy Moss and Chris Carter during their time with the Vikings. He would wear their jerseys while practicing and always tried to mimic their moves. Consequently, he wanted to follow their footsteps in the game of football, but he did not know if he would be able to do this in the future. He attended Detroit Lakes High School, where he participated in four sports, including football, basketball, baseball, and golf. Of course, the football team excelled going 9-1, and Thielen was an All-State selection in his senior year. However, he also excelled highly in golf and basketball. He helped his golf team win the 2008 2A State Championship, while basketball turned out to be an option for his future. Thielen was all set and prepared to play Division III basketball because college football teams were not interested in him. All he wanted was one offer, and he got it. The Minnesota State Mavericks offered Thielen a $500 scholarship. Thielen later stated, I didn't even know there was such a thing as a $500 scholarship, and that wasn't even going to be enough to cover my books. But it was better than what I was being offered by anybody else which was nothing. So I didn't even hesitate, end quote. He joined the Minnesota State Mavericks in the year 2009 after redshirting in 2008. He played nine games for the Mavericks, only recording 21 receptions for 225 yards and one sole touchdown. As a sophomore, he began to play better. It was nowhere near his senior year, but he had 41 receptions for 686 yards and six touchdowns. His junior year, he continued to raise his excellence. He has 62 catches for 715 yards and five touchdowns. He increased his receptions by 21 while taking a slight increase in yards. In both his sophomore and junior year, he received second team all NSIC South Division. His senior year is when he really took off and began to think the NFL was a real possibility. He had 74 catches for 1,176 yards and 8 touchdowns. The team had a 13-1 record and advanced to the NCAA semifinals. He received South Division All-NSIC first team. Thielen finished second in receiving yards and receptions in Minnesota State history. He also finished third in touchdown receptions. He did not receive an invitation to the 2013 NFL Combine. Instead, He attended the Regional Combine in Chicago while also being invited to the Super Regional Combine held in Dallas. At those combines, he ran the 40-yard dash in 4.45 seconds and the three-cone drill in 6.77 seconds. These times placed him top 20 in comparison to athletes that ran at the NFL Combine. Yet, this was not enough. Thielen then went undrafted in the 2013 NFL Draft. His dream of the NFL was becoming harder and harder, and he actually had made a backup plan and interviewed for a job at Patterson Dental, which was a medical sales company. 
However, his hometown Minnesota Vikings allowed Thielen to attend a rookie tryout at Winter Park. And on May 6, 2014, the Vikings signed Thielen to a three-year, $1.48 million contract. Even after signing a contract, Thielen was waived and did not make it through the roster cuts. He was signed to the practice squad, but he was not a part of the team's roster in 2013. Next season, in 2014, he began playing in the preseason where he excelled in punt and kickoff returns more than receiving. This year, he did earn a spot on the 53-man roster. He only had eight receptions on the year, but did score a touchdown. He played a lot of his minutes on the special team squad while still returning kicks. He had a very similar 2015 season and only had 12 receptions. He did have one breakout game against the Denver Broncos where he told of 70 yards receiving, but he only had 74 more yards receiving the rest of the year. During that year, he also received four rushing attempts while maintaining his role on special teams. Either way, this is not what Thielen wanted. He wanted to be a consistent wide receiver for his favorite team as a child. Little did he know what his 2016 season would do for his career. With star wide receiver Stephon Diggs sidelined due to a groin injury, Thielen received a starting nod in his place and had one of the best performances of his young career against the Houston Texans in Week 5. Thielen broke 100 receiving yards in the game for the first time in his career as he finished with 7 catches for 127 yards and a touchdown. After having entered the 2016 season as an underdog, Thielen ended up leading the Vikings with 967 receiving yards while also adding a career-high 69 catches and 5 touchdowns. His 10 yards per target and 75% catch rate ranked in the top 5 players amongst all NFL wide receivers. Thielen dropped only two passes on 92 targets and Pro Football Focus ranked him as the 18th best receiver in the league. For his efforts, NFL.com named Thielen as their quote, unsung hero, end quote, for the Minnesota Vikings. As a result, on March 15, 2017, Thielen signed a three-year contract extension with the Minnesota Vikings. In the Vikings season opener against the New Orleans Saints the next season on Monday Night Football, Thielen started off the season strong with nine catches for 157 yards. By week 12, Thielen had already surpassed the 1,000-yard mark for the season. He became the first Vikings receiver to surpass the 1,000-yard mark since Sidney Rice in 2009. Because of his incredible, because of his incredible season, Thielen was named to his first Pro Bowl selection. He was then ranked 36th in the NFL Top 100 Players of 2018. He finished the 2018 season with 91 catches for 1,276 yards and four receiving touchdowns. However, Thielen's best season was yet to come. The following season, Thielen had a new quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Thielen and Cousins had a special connection as he started off the season strong. In week one, Thielen had six catches for 102 receiving yards in a 24-16 victory over the San Francisco 49ers. Then, he followed that up with a then-career-high 12 catches for 131 receiving yards. Thielen was on a tear to start the season. To start the season, Thielen recorded four consecutive games 
with at least 100 receiving yards to start the season. He joins his idol Randy Moss and Isaac Bruce as the only players in Super Bowl era to accomplish this feat. However, Adam Thielen wouldn't stop there. As of week eight, he had 100 receiving yards in each of the team's first eight games of the year, which is tied with Calvin Johnson for the record for most consecutive 100-yard games in a year. By doing so, he also broke the record for most consecutive 100-yard games to start a season in NFL history. However, all good things must come to an end. In week nine against the Detroit Lions, the streak ended when he only posted four catches for 22 yards and receiving touchdowns. But with his receiving touchdown in week nine, he had this was his sixth consecutive game where he had cut a touchdown pass. For his insane play, he was selected to a second consecutive Pro Bowl. Overall, he finished the season with 113 catches for 1,373 yards and nine touchdowns. He was also ranked 33 on the NFL Top 100 Players of 2019. The Vikings saw Thielen's spectacular play and wanted to keep him around. As a result, on April 12, 2019, Thielen signed a four-year, $64 million contract extension with the Vikings that guaranteed $35 million. This ensured that Thielen would stay under contract through the 2024 season. After a slow start for Thielen in the 2019 season, he expressed his, his frustration at quarterback Kirk Cousins saying, quote, it's frustrating, it's unbelievable, end quote. Then, two weeks later, in week seven, Thielen suffered a hamstring injury against the Detroit Lions and was out until week 14. Overall, Thielen finished the 2019 season with mediocre stats. He finished with only 30 receptions for 418 receiving yards and six receiving touchdowns. 2020 season featured Thielen getting back to his 2018 form. However, even with breakout star Justin Jefferson, Thielen was still targeted a lot. He finished the season with 108 targets. Overall, Thielen finished the 2020 season with 74 catches for 925 yards and 14 receiving touchdowns. Thielen's 14 receiving touchdowns was, was, were the most in franchise history since Randy Moss had 17 in 2000. Thielen's story from going to a small college to going undrafted to being a top receiver in the league is what it means to start from the bottom and work your way up. Absolutely. So true there. Adam Thielen just, I mean, going from a small college in Minnesota, Minnesota State Mavericks, you know, a school that's not heard of too often. And he had to work his way up as we'll, as we'll get into here. But, you know, it's good to touch on a wide receiver, one that, Started really small, and he, he did end up at the top, Joey. Yeah, it's always great to do with something other than quarterbacks. So we always hear about those quarterback stories because they are, you know, the most important position in football. So it's nice to take a, to take a step back and do a guy like Adam Thielen, who is one of the most respected football players in the league today. Yeah, and, you know, the craziest part, going back to his childhood, it's it's one of those, you know, heart-touching, heartwarming stories that you don't see too often, but – you know, Adam Thielen, he was he was born in Minnesota. He was a Minnesota Vikings fan growing up. And as we all know, he goes on into his career to join the Minnesota Vikings. And I mean, that's just something you don't see too often. It's it's a dream come true, especially when you're in his shoes. It's it's something that's got to be just amazing to know your work paid off and to know that you're a part of the franchise you grew up watching and cheering for. Yeah, it's a dream in itself to just make it to the NFL. 
And I bet Thielen would have been happy with any team. If it was the Vikings, the Packers, the Bears, the Panthers, the Buccaneers, any team he would have been happy with. But since it was his hometown team, the Vikings, that is a dream come true. And I know if one day, you know, which will never happen, but if I got to play for the Cowboys, that would also be a dream come true for me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't – you just think about it. It's it's just – it just seems so surreal. But, you know, like you said, Thielen, his, his only goal was to get to the league. He didn't really care about where um, or, or what team he would end up on. But, you know, that was his goal. Uh, it, it started out rough, as we talked about. He went to Detroit Lakes High School in Minnesota, um, where he excelled as an athlete, not just in football, as we mentioned, but, you know, golf, basketball, football, baseball. And he especially – excelled in golf and basketball um, and basketball almost turned out to be his future you know he was an athletic kid so he thought he had somewhat of a future especially in d3 college um, to play basketball I, I I just can't imagine Thielen playing basketball and I wish we could find some highlight reels of him playing basketball because that would be interesting to me yeah I mean if he was getting you know he got some offers from, from some d3 schools so he has to be at least Pretty good at basketball, and it would have been interesting to see if he could have worked his way up in basketball, but here we are today talking about football because Minnesota State, the Mavericks, took a chance on Adam Thielen. Yeah, and, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say Minnesota State took a chance on Thielen. I would say Adam Thielen took a chance on Minnesota State. They only offered him $500 uh, scholarship that worth that much, and, you know, as I said in that quote, I mean, it didn't even cover the book fees for, for Thielen in his first year. I mean, that's, you know, it's a small scholarship, um, but that just goes to show how much he wanted to play football, how willing he was to sacrifice to play football. And, you know, he took it. He didn't even hesitate. He did not wait a second to accept that offer. Any kind of scholarship to him was enough to, con- to continue to allow him to play the game of football. It's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be an NFL player. That was his dream. I think is Minnesota State D2, right? They're D2. I believe they're D2. So it's a, it's a, it's a great story because we don't see many players in the NFL come from a D2 school at all. It's always D1, you know, the Alabama, the LSUs. But very rarely do we see a D2 player, you know, undrafted and actually have a spot on a roster a couple of years later. So this is a great story to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a smaller school. You don't, you know, you can see that in the NFL sometimes where they get drafted because there's so many rounds, but for them to actually turn out to be, you know, a star, a pro bowler to consistently perform, uh, you don't see it too often, but Thielen, he's, he's lived up to that so far and continues to do so. But so when he joined Minnesota state, he did red shirt his is in the 2008 season. So his freshman year was officially in 2009 and, you know, it started off rough 21 receptions, didn't get too much playing time. He did play in nine games, but as you can tell by the receptions, he did not get targeted much. As a sophomore is when we saw him start to exceed um, or excel. You know, as, as I said, I mean, it wasn't anywhere near his senior year compared to those crazy stats. But, you know, 686 yards and six touchdowns, that's not a bad stat line for a year as a sophomore. Not bad. A sophomore, you don't only get playing time as a sophomore. So we start to see here, he's getting his potential. He's starting to get going. And then by his senior year, he absolutely pops off. Yeah, by his senior year, as Joey said, you know, junior year, he excelled a little bit more with receptions. But senior year is when he really just, I mean, took off, you know, 
41 receptions from his sophomore year to 74 as a senior. He went to 1,176 yards. I mean, he exceeded 1,100 yards and while also scoring eight touchdowns. And not to mention his team was great as well, 13-1, and one, and they advanced to the semifinals uh, of the NCAA. And, you know, he obviously got first team. Those are numbers you don't see too often. So I think it was just pretty crazy to see those numbers compared to previous numbers and then especially how well their team succeeded as well. Yeah. You know, he had a great record. It just – since he went to a D2 school, it wasn't – it just – wasn't the right moment for Thielen to get invited to the NFL combine. It wasn't his fault. He was an excellent player. It's just there's so many spots that they go to D1 players that D2 players, they usually don't get invited to the NFL combine. Yeah, and he didn't. I mean, it, it stinks, but I agree with you. I think it's more D1. You know, they're not looking at D2 players all too often, especially when, you know, potentially the Minnesota Vikings, and that's probably why they noticed him for a tryout. Um, but, you know, you look at schools, D2, you're not going to get a lot of NFL scouts coming to watch somebody in the Division II, uh, in the Division II league. But, you know, he did get to attend some combines, one in Chicago, one in Dallas, and he put up good enough times to be in the top 20 compared to other athletes at the NFL combine. You know, at this point, he, he's pretty fast. 4.45 is a pretty good speed for your 40-yard dash. He's obviously got speed. I mean, he was able to catch. He had 74 receptions his senior year. Why don't you think any NFL scouts or teams wanted to take a chance on him by his, his senior year? His D2. That's the sole reason. It's it's hard. It's hard for these scouts and these players, these teams to select D2 players because the competition's not as good. If if we look at this this past draft that happened one, two weeks ago. Only three players out of 259 players were players that attended D2 school. So that's nothing. One was a tight end, one was a receiver, and then one was an outside linebacker. So it doesn't happen very often. You know, it does, but the one player that did get drafted this past year in the draft, seventh round, to the Indianapolis Colts, your team, in his senior year, he had 127 catches, 2,332 yards, and 27 touchdowns. So you have to be putting up insane numbers to get drafted to the NFL playing a D2 school. So I feel like that's the sole reason why Thielen wasn't, you know, looked at by most of these teams. Yeah, and as you said, I mean, you read off those stats. I mean, no offense to Thielen, but that those stats you read off made his senior year stats look belittled. And, you know, that just goes to show, it, it, like you said, it goes to show how much you have to excel in D2 to get this notice. And, and still, you said it, that wide receiver, seventh round. I mean, those are crazy stats, but it's still the seventh round, and it's, it's, it's far in the draft. So as he goes into the 2013 draft, we know he went undrafted. One of these great stories, you know, there's usually about 250, 260 picks per year. In 2013, he was not any of these picks. And, you know, the craziest thing, he was ready – to become a, at a, a dental, a part of a dental company, which was a medical sales company in Patterson Dental. I think that's pretty crazy. You know, he wasn't necessarily giving up on his dream, but he had a backup plan just because, you know, he thought it might be over for my football career. Yeah. And right when he got uh, undrafted, I should say, um, no team, you know, signed him to an unrestricted free agent. No team did that. So Thielen was strictly undrafted. No team was even interested in him. 
And that was until the Vikings allowed him to attend and prove that he should be a part of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, and after that tryout, he did sign a three-year deal. Uh, but, I mean, this contract, you know, it wasn't anything guaranteed to be part of the roster, and he saw that. And I guess you could technically call it his first year where he spent a lot of his time on the practice squad. He was not a part of the team's 53-man roster in 2013, which would have been his rookie year. Um, but he was a part of that practice squad. And, you know, even though he was a part of the practice squad for majority of that year, I think this was a learning experience for Thielen at the least. You know, we obviously see him start to excel, but starting on that practice squad got him adjusted to the NFL, the competition in the NFL, the other players in the NFL. I think it got him experienced to the point where he was ready by 2014 to join that 53-man roster. Yeah, he was ready. Spent a couple of years in the practice squad, you know, trying to work his way up. And he didn't come in and wasn't, you know, number one receiver for the Vikings. He had to work his way up. He started taking punts, taking kick returns, you know, playing a lot on the special teams, which eventually led to him being a star wide receiver in the league. Yeah. And I mean, you want to talk about coming from the bottom. It's he goes from practice squad to, as you said, Joey, special teams. And, you know, let me tell you, you ask any NFL player that has been on special teams before. It's not a fun experience. I mean, you're there because you just want to play football. You're going out there. I mean, you're basically going full speed to, I mean, hit somebody. You're not slowing down. It's not like you're on the offensive line and you're standing still blocking somebody. You got to go full speed, try to tackle someone, try to block someone, uh, try to dodge someone. It's hard. And, you know, it's a lot harder hits usually than you'll see mid play because so many people are going full speed. And, you know, this was probably an adjustment for Thielen. He played wide receiver a lot. But he just wanted to be in the league and starting on that special teams role, it had to be tough. It, it's definitely tough. And if you would ask people around the NFL, being on special teams is just as important as being on the offense and some defensive side because you need to make those tough plays, those hard hitting plays, especially on punt returns. You're running down the field, you better make that hit. If you don't, could cost your team a touchdown. So Thielen, he knew this and he gave 110% every time on kickoffs punt returns, everything. He gave 110%. Yeah, and I think it paid off coming, you know, 2015. It was a similar season where he played a lot of special teams, a lot of punt return, a lot of kick return. He did have one game where he broke out against the Broncos, who were Super Bowl champs the previous year. So, you know, that was a good start for him. But the rest of the season, he only had 74 yards. So, you know, he had that one good game, but it wasn't consistent until the next year. Where in 2016, we see Stefan Diggs, of course, the uh, Viking wide receiver for a good, a good period of time, get hurt and Thielen, then receive the starting nod. And this is where we see him really begin his fantastic career. All it takes is one game. That's all it takes for you to break out. You get that opportunity, you better make the most of it. And Thielen got the opportunity, was now one of the better receivers on the team with Diggs out. What did he do? 127 yards, seven catches, and a receiving touchdown. So this was the moment the Vikings knew Thielen would be a great receiver in the NFL. Yeah, and of course, I mean, you said it perfectly. It's it's something like similar to what Tom Brady said when he got his chance. If you're going to get one chance, go out there and give her your also because you don't know if you're going to get another chance. You have to make sure you stand out for this game. 
this game solely. And, you know, of course, we talked about Tom Brady as well. I mean, they're similar. Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. Thielen went undrafted. Um, but, you know, it's just you get that one chance, you got to take advantage of it. And like you said, he did. Uh, and he ended up excelling throughout that whole 2016 season. Almost had 1,000 yards receiving really in his first year of consistent uh, positioning at the wide receiver spot. 69 catches plus five touchdowns. And he, he, I mean, he led that Minnesota Viking teams while Stephon Diggs dealt with injury. And as you said, Joey, he was the unsung hero as named by the NFL.com for the team of the Minnesota Vikings. We talked about this. We've done this, our fourth football episode here. Doesn't matter if you're a quarterback, doesn't matter receiver, running back, whatever position you are. Kurt Warner, Tom Brady, Tony Romo, and now Thielen. When you get your opportunity, you have to step up and make the most of it. And all four of those players did, and they had great careers because of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at them, they've all had great careers. And, you know, Adam Thielen, you know, probably of the, those three you just ran off, um, he's, probably, he's, he's definitely the youngest. I mean, Romo and, and Warner are retired. Tom Brady's still going, as we talked about earlier a couple weeks ago. But Thielen's the youngest. You know, he's got potential to keep doing what he's doing for potentially six, seven, maybe eight more years. Who knows? I mean, he's still relatively young. Um, he could go for a little bit more as 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 long as injuries, I guess, don't get in the way. Yeah, he he's doing good now. You know, he made back-to-back Pro Bowls after these two seasons. So, Thielen, he's on a tear, even with, you know, Stefan Diggs being there for a couple of years and not Justin Jefferson. Thielen, he's making the most of it, still getting the targets, still catching the ball, and he is probably one, he probably does have one of the best hands in the league. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I think he – he, he's just he's shown that uh, and he definitely showed that when he had 91 catches in 2018. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was the Case Keenum year. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the Case Keenum year. So, yeah, I mean, he had you know, this was the year obviously Case Keenum broke out. Um, but him and Thielen also had a special connection similar to what Cousins and Thielen had in their first year together. But Keenum, I mean, him and him, him and Thielen were. 100% matched. I mean, 91 catches for two, 1,276 yards plus four touchdowns. You know, he never really found the red zone, but 91 catches plus 1,200 yards is is a great feat in itself. Yeah, especially no diss on Case Keenum, but Case Keenum's not, you know, a great quarterback in the NFL. So Dean was able to do this, 91 catches, over 1,200 yards and four touchdowns. That's a great season for Thielen, not with a top quarterback in the league. Very interesting to see here in 2018, only four touchdowns to now the past three years, he's having double digit touchdowns. So I think that's really changed with Thielen's game. Yeah. And, you know, that probably started with Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's he's obviously better than Case Keenum was. And that's why they traded or did they sign him? Like, yeah. Kirk Cousins signed. Was he assigned? So Kirk Cousins, when he signed, you know, that was an upgrade for the Vikings. And, they, they thought he was going to come in and supply for him in digs. And, you know, it worked out well for Thielen. He had a great year with Cousins in his first season. In his first week, actually, those two com- combined for 102 yards, and they got a win. Uh, and he followed that up with 131 yards on 12 receptions. And as you said, Joey, I mean, he started that season on a tear. He was, he was the best I've seen to start a season in my career, honestly. I'm 21 now, so 
I didn't see much of Calvin Johnson. You know, it was very little. But from what I remember, Adam Thielen is one of the best starts I've seen for a receiver in history. I mean, this guy, he joined Randy Moss and Isaac Bruce as the only players to start the season with four consecutive games of at least 100 yards. When you're in the category with Randy Moss and Isaac Bruce, you know you're doing something right. And he also joined Calvin Johnson for the most consecutive 100-yard games in a, in, in a season. So when you're in company with Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss, and Isaac Bruce, you're having a great season and you're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, those are great names. And as you said, you know, we're a bit of the younger generation. We didn't see too much of Calvin Johnson, obviously not too much of Randy Moss either. But, I mean, you look at Thielen, he's – He's grown, he's grown up in our time to break records that, you know, potentially that we didn't think were going to be broken. I mean, eight weeks straight of 100 yards receiving. Sounds like something Calvin Johnson would do, but, you know, you're not, you're not thinking five years ago an undrafted rookie out of Minnesota State is going to come up here and break Calvin Johnson's record. But sure enough, he did. And, you know, this would earn him his second Pro Bowl in this season. And he finished with 113 catches for 1,373 yards and nine touchdowns. So that was close to the double-digit mark like we talked about in touchdown, and he was ranked close to the top of the NFL Top 100 in 2019. It's it's crazy this season he had. Definitely the best of his career. He was just – him and Kirk Cousins were on all cylinders, over 100 catches, over 1,300 yards, almost double-digit touchdowns. This guy was at this time probably a top-10 receiver in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely agree with that. And so as a result of that, I mean, he got a contract and he deserved it well four year 64 mil and he's going to be there until 2024. So this was obviously a recent contract signing. It was in 2019 should keep him for the next two years in the Vikings. I believe um, he did get a slow start because, you know, that 2019 season, I think everyone knew it. The Vikings had a bit of a slow start. You know, Kirk Cousins wasn't on the same page with Adam Thielen like he was in the year before. Um, and then Thielen, this is the first time, you know, we've seen it in every single episode we talked about in, in the NFL, you know, really except Tom Brady. Um, but he suffered a hamstring injury that would cause him to be mediocre in this year and keep him out for quite a bit of games. Yeah, it's, it's never good, especially for a receiver with a hamstring injury. That thing lingers and lingers and lingers. So you have to be fully healthy to come back, make sure it's all good. And he missed seven games because of this. So nothing against him. You know, it just injuries hurt his 2019 season. But 2020 would also be a solid season for him. So he would bounce back nicely. Yeah. And, I mean, you mentioned he missed seven games. He still recorded six touchdowns that year. So he was on pace to easily get double-digit touchdowns. I mean, think about seven games. So what he played in probably eight or nine, depending what, what their bye week was. Um, So, I mean, seven or six touchdowns, excuse me. And that amount of time, it's basically won a game. It's close to it. He was going to be on pace to get double digit touchdowns. And as you said, in 2020 is when he did get there. Justin Jefferson came in and, you know, people wondered what Thielen's role would do. Would it decrease? Would it increase? Yards definitely decreased. Receptions decreased. But I, let me tell you, his red zone targets, those went up a lot. And that is why he ended with 14 touchdowns on that year. Yeah, like even with Justin Jefferson, 74 catches, 925 yards. And he missed one game because of COVID. They had to keep him out because of contract tracing. But still, 14 receiving touchdowns, that just speaks to Thielen and his red zone presence and how 
when the Vikings did go down and got there and Dalvin Cook couldn't punch it in, they just lobbed up to Thielen and Thielen would, you know, come down with the catches. Yeah, definitely. And those 14 touchdowns were the most since Randy Moss had in, had 17 in the year 2000. So, again, elite presence. I mean, 14, of course, it's not 17, but it's it's close to it. And Randy Moss, he's obviously one of the greatest wide receivers we've ever seen, and to be in company like that is great. Um, but, you know, so talking about the Vikings going into this year, they got a similar similar setup here. I mean, Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, of course, Dalvin Cook in the backfield. What do you think their expectations are in 2021 or 2021 and 2022 season, especially, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers news with the Packers? What do you think the ceiling can be for this Minnesota Vikings team coming up? I think the Vikings have a very good team. It just comes down to can the defense be better? I think Kirk Cousins is fine. He'll do his thing. He's got Dalvin Cook. He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got the weapons. He'll be fine. If that defense can step up and there's no Aaron Rodgers in the division, I believe the Vikings will be the favorites to win the NFC North. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I mean, the defense is what struggled. I, 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 I've always liked Kirk Cousins. I think he's been good for them for, for a good amount of time. I think he's fine for them. Thielen stepped up. Um, Justin Jefferson was great last year, set some rookie records for the Vikings. I think the offense is there. They obviously got Dalvin Cook. And, you know, they uh, upgraded that offensive line with their first pick this year by taking Virginia Tech tackle Christian Derisaw. So offense is there. It is, like you said, a matter as if the defense can step up. The offense is there. I think everyone agrees with that. It's got to be the defense. And I would say I would agree with you. If Aaron Rodgers is not a part of that division next year, I would say the Vikings have to be favorites. You know, obviously the Bears took Justin Fields, but – I don't think the Bears are going to start him right away. I don't think, you know, he's going to be prepared to play right away. And I don't think he's going to be able to lead this team to a division title in his first year. So I would I would agree with you. I think the Vikings could be favorites pending Aaron Rodgers, not a part of that division. So I think they have a high ceiling. I think they could potentially win a playoff game. It just all comes down to that defense, like you said. And so, I mean, just to wrap up, his career. We talked about it quite a bit. I mean, just Joey, he's, he's, he's gone from the bottom. He started at a high school where he had basketball offers. He was about to play basketball, decided to play football, but in the end he got to play for his hometown, Minnesota Vikings. I mean, my question to you is Joey, what do you think he was feeling when he got that call from the Minnesota Vikings and said, Hey, we want to sign you to a three-year deal. What do you think that feeling was like for Thielen? Man, it was, it's probably one that Thielen can't even explain himself because that is a pure dream come true. You don't hear about it often. Thielen playing for his team that he loves, the team he grew up watching, this and that. He gets to play for them every single day, goes to the stadium, practices with them. This is a full dream come true, and it all speaks to Thielen and his hard work preparing, being one of the top receivers in the league. Absolutely. I mean, he started from the bottom, didn't even get drafted. And to get that call, I'm sure it had to be extremely emotional, extremely motivating. He was ready to take a step up in the NFL, and he did. I mean, it obviously showed he has come out to be, as we've said, I believe he's a top 10 receiver in this league. And I think he's going to continue that as he goes on throughout his career. So thank you for joining us on this week 12 edition 
of Starter from the Bottom. We will be back next week, and we will see you then.